Look at that. It's Friday. That means it's time. Well, not just because it's Friday, but it is Friday and it is time. And I have the coffee. Where should I? The tent? Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Friday, April 10th, 2020. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. You know, if it wasn't for this show, I would probably have no idea what, what the date was. I struggle enough with what the day of the week is right now. There are kind of two days, two kinds of days. Days that I try to get professional work done and days that I don't and you know weekday weekend but if it wasn't for the content that I make there wouldn't be a whole lot of difference in these days so yeah coffee's good this morning it's gonna be an interesting morning this will be my first day out of the house in uh, two weeks. Just about two weeks, 11 days, 12 days. I think, I think I went grocery shopping a week ago Sunday. So 12 days. I've been in the house for 12 days. I've been out, like I've walked, I've run, went for a hike. But I've been in the house. I didn't realize it had been this long. I've never done that before. I'm guessing those of you out there, you've never done that before. You know, whatever you're facing right now, this is the first time. And when I look at it that way, I think I'm handling this better than I realized but my car needs to get inspected and I could wait but my dealership dealership gives free inspections and they're open and what if things change and they close right is it a lot of money no but I don't feel like spending what 40 50 75 bucks on a state inspection for the car when I can get it for free so Gonna load up some stuff in a pack, drop the car off. They said it'd be about an hour. I'll go for a walk. It's cold, it's snowing, it's literally snowing. Can you see this? I don't know if you can see that coming down, but it is definitely snowing. Not really stoked about that. Although, my friends in Maine are receiving much more. Some friends in Northern Maine, uh, they sent me a text, they have eight inches. April, April 10th, and they got eight inches. That's insane. This is why when we compare gardening, they're, you know, zone 3B and we're 4B, and it's pretty much, I barely drive north to get there. It's just, it's just a whole different climate. There are things I can grow that they can't. What else is going on today? Got some work for some clients. Have a meeting, have a call later on with 
is Gabe, uh, who some of you will recognize his name as the producer for Martial Arts Radio Live. We agreed that this past Tuesday, yeah, this past Tuesday's episode was the best one yet. And so we're going to have a call and talk about what went right and how we continue that momentum. I said it would be a year before we got this show off the ground. Because it's only, it's once a month, right? So it's 12 times. And to do something 12 times, that's not really that many. But I felt a little bit of momentum last time. And, hey, Gabe's watching. Hi, Gabe. And we started, you know, kind of figuring out what was working, what was not. And then this last one, it just, it just went great. I was really pumped. It was probably one of the highlights of my week, honestly. Um, Gabe, I just realized that you're watching and it's really early there. You're crazy. <laughs> I've never, I've never connected the dots when we've been on the show that you're three hours behind. It's 3.30 in the morning there. You're nuts, dude, but I don't know. Glad you're up. Glad you're watching. Uh, what else is going on today? Um, email. I think once I get my car back, I'm going to come back here and do not much. Just chipping away on stuff, you know? It's What can we do, right? We, we do what we can with what we have where we're at. And this was a transitional week for me in that I realized that a lot of the stuff that I wanted to get done didn't have to get done right now. And then I needed to leave some space for my own emotional state, and I'm feeling better because of that. So let's see what we got for questions. It's Friday. I know Frank has some jokes for us. Here are the jokes for Fun Day Friday. What do you call a dog with a Rolex? A watchdog. What do you get when you cross a dog and a calculator? A friend you can count on. Why did the poor dog chase his tail? He was trying to make both ends meet. Good stuff as always from Frank. Excuse me, thank you. I have the hiccups now. Today, Friday, April 10th, is Steven Seagal's birthday. Now, before we read any, any quotes from Steven Seagal, there are a lot of people who disparage. Seagal. And you know what? That's fine. If, if you think he's nuts, um, if you think he's... What, whatever. Whatever you think. That's totally fine. But what I'd like you to realize is what he did for martial arts and what he did for martial arts film. You can celebrate something of a person, part of a person. You can respect part of who they are. His Aikido credentials are very legitimate. In fact, his Aikido, if I'm, if I'm remembering my research correctly, okay, and, and big caveat with that, because it was years ago, he was the first American to have an Aikido dojo in Japan. Uh, I think he was the first American promoted to fifth degree. I mean, basically, when he went into movies, 
there was nobody like him in this country. And that's why his movies did well, and we, we enjoyed seeing him, because he was doing stuff we'd never seen on film. And it was great. And we've heard from some people who've been on the show who've trained with him. And he always wanted to be in movies, they've said, and he had a pretty big ego. And yeah, you can see that unravel. But, you know, that's, that's the Icarus story, right? You fly too close to the sun, your wings melt, you fall. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of stories. There's a lot of ego out there, not just in the martial arts. So when I think of Steven Seagal, yeah, I think of someone who is, you know, maybe lives a complicated personal life now, but I'd love to interview him. I'd love to talk to him. I would travel to go interview Seagal because his contributions to the martial arts realm are, as far as I'm concerned, unquestionable. And I wish people would give at least that part of what he's done more respect. So let's see what he says. One of the reasons why people, particularly young people, love action movies is because what they're really looking for is justice. What's another way of saying justice? Making people follow the rules. One of the theories I've had for a long time on video games and the reason video games tend to be so popular among teenagers is that there are rules. If you do this, this happens. And being a teenager is a chaotic time when the world doesn't seem to have a lot of rules. Things are all over the place. And that was, I, I think, in hindsight, I think that was my story. I think that's why I enjoy these strategy games, you know, Civilization, if anybody remembers that. I loved that game because if I did this, then I had this. It was very cut and dry, very one-to-one -one correlation. And there aren't a whole lot of things that happen like that in the world. Martial arts is one of them. Probably why I love martial arts and why it became such a big part of my life. Yeah. So, justice. Younger people tend to be uh, a bit more black and white with rules as well. You ever, you ever see a small child get mad because somebody got away with something? I mean, really mad. Like, they can't fathom why this person didn't get in trouble for this thing. Quote two, I myself am a very non-violent person and only resort to violence when I absolutely have to. That lines up with him being an Aikidoka. When I think of Aikido, I think of, there are a couple of people I think of. One of them is Sensei Jared Wilson of, of Martial Thoughts, who's become a good friend. Shout out to Jared. He's a very skilled Aikido guy. Had an incredibly limited time to train with him. But Here's a, take a segue for a moment. So up on the Facebook events page, and I think I shared it on my personal page, and, and Martial Arts Radio behind the scenes. Next Thursday, I'm doing a virtual seminar. It's just gonna be 30 minutes, uh, figuring some things out, but it's called The Magic of Slow, and this is basically a, a condensed version 
of a set of drills that I, I do when I travel, when I teach seminars. And it's style agnostic. Uh, I think if you're, if you're exclusively like a wrestler or, or a ground practitioner, the drills might not work for you. I don't know, I don't know how they might, but they might. So, uh, but as far as I can tell, everybody else will, will have some benefit from it. It's slow, it's easy, you can do it in a very limited space. All you have to do is be able to hear and see me. And I'm looking forward to that. Because I've been toying with how, how do I offer up some of what I know? And this is really the, the skill set that I have. It's being able to break things down and give people some drills so they can be a little more self-sufficient in their training, be able to self-analyze, and that's kind of what we're doing with this. So it's just gonna be 30 minutes, and if it goes really well, maybe I'll do it again or an extended format. I don't know. I don't know what's happening, so I'm throwing something against the wall, and we'll see what parts of it stick. Who knows, maybe I'll need another producer for seminars. Most of us have very, let me say that again, he didn't say very. Most of us have unhealthy thoughts and emotions that have either developed as a result of trauma or hardships in their childhood or the way they were raised. Hmm. Trauma is significant. Childhood trauma is powerful. There are entire schools of psychiatry that deal with childhood trauma and the things that it can it can do there are there are practices that claim that re-experiencing birth in the we'll say the right way if there was a traumatic birth that because that's your first experience in the world that traumatic birth can have a huge and lasting impact on who you become now I'm not saying I do or do not subscribe to these things but I think we can all look back at some point in our lives and say, you know, this traumatic event has really shaped who I am, for good or for bad, usually both. I think of, of certain romantic relationships. I think of certain things with my parents. I think of certain things in school as a child. And they had a huge impact on who I am today. We've had some instances in martial arts radio where people have talked about bullies or the subject of bullying has come up and I realized I haven't fully worked through all of that yet. I thought I had. Trauma can be deep, can be wide, and it can really get its hooks in. I'm a big fan of therapy in whatever form might work for you because I think we all need somebody to talk to. I think we need someone who can listen and help that doesn't have to bear the burden of knowing those things about us and having to live with us. Therapy's good, therapy's important. As I started talking about this and bringing up 
some very general examples, of course, some specifics popped up in my mind, and so I'm working to kind of put those aside right now so I can keep talking to you, because otherwise I'm just going to focus on those, and I don't want to. So let me reread the quote. That'll help me. Most of us have unhealthy thoughts and emotions that have either developed as a result of trauma or hardships in their childhood or the way they were raised. It is easy to point fingers. It's easy to lay blame with others and on things. But the ultimate responsibility of who we choose to be in the next moment, how we choose to act, who we're going to be tomorrow, that is on us. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff that you didn't have control over as a kid. But it made you who you are. There are a lot of things that would have changed about my childhood. But those things made me who I am. And if you look at the role of a parent, parents, community, if, if the job of those around a child is to raise an adult, those people around me did a really good job. The job, you don't raise a child. A child is small. You raise an adult. And when you look at that, while it doesn't make things necessarily easy, I think it makes things simpler. You look at, I, I, was, I was watching some animal videos. Disney has some new stuff uh, under the, the heading Disney Nature. There was a great one on elephants yesterday, and then I watched, I think, most of one on bears that I'm pretty sure was narrated by John C. Riley. That was just awesome. And so when you, when you look at the way animals are raising their young, they're not coddling them. They're smacking them around. They're letting them know, you do this and not this. Because in that environment, failing to learn means death. The job of those animals, it's not just to raise an adult, elephant, bear, whatever. It's to help pass on, help the species continue. What if you took a huge step back from where you're at now and said your, your number one goal or job in this life is to advance and propagate the species. I haven't done any propagation, but I'd like to think I've done some advancement. And that completely changes perspective. At least it does for me. Gabe says he told his students they have to tune into the seminar. I hope they do. We're limiting it to, I think we're limiting it to 100 people. I don't know. We're figuring out some of the tech side of this because I've never done a conference with that many people. There are a lot of things that we can, we can do here, we can work on. And I'm going to video it, and it's going to get uploaded to YouTube. So, um, it might go on a second channel. We have a, we have a second YouTube channel that, because the content stuff, the martial arts radio stuff, pretty much fills... I mean, between First Cup and Martial Arts Radio and, uh, and Martial Arts Radio Live and, you know, things like that, that's, what, five, seven, seven to eight posts a week. I don't want to overwhelm people with more content, so we're, we, all the training stuff right now is on a separate channel. If you, if you have purchased the Strength and Conditioning Program, you'll see that all those videos are linked on a separate channel. And that we're probably going to have a training channel. 
I got distracted. Oh, Gabe said something else. I want to read that. Trauma can come back at any moment, too, sometimes very unexpectedly. Absolutely. I have had some moments. I have had some moments. I sent an apology to someone yesterday, maybe the day before. Um, a couple months ago, I was spending time with a friend, some friends, and the short of it is I learned something, and in that moment, because of some past trauma, I said some things I shouldn't have. Not, not mean things. Well, actually, they kind of were mean. They weren't. I didn't yell. I didn't swear, but I blamed someone for one of my actions. I said, I didn't do this because of you and, and your historical past with doing this. It had nothing to do with them. It had everything to do with my fear. I learned something in that moment and I, I had a very fearful reaction. And so I, I wrote an apology. I said, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry. This was not about you. Uh, that was wrong of me. And I'll make it right. Can't make it right right now because the coronavirus. So, alrighty. I think it's time to go. It's Friday. I hope you have a good day. I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you get outside. I hope you enjoy the sun at some point. I hope you do some sort of training if you're doing, you know, if you're participating Sensei Rob's 30 Days of Martial Arts. I hope you do that. Um, Find reasons to smile. Find reasons to make other people smile. That might be easier for you. I find that easier. All right. I got to go get ready to drop my car off and walk around until they're done with it. I hope you have a great day. Take care. Peace.